Hallo en welkom op de achtste aflevering van de podcast Takes Barbels in Business. Ik ben Ken van Reden en vandaag heb ik een eerste special guest. En de special guest is uh, Stephen Clark. Hij uh, is iemand die, um, waar ik tien jaar geleden een Paul Check opleiding heb gevolgd. Um, in die tijd zijn we elkaar niet echt uit het oog verloren, maar meer via Facebook en Instagram elkaar een beetje aan het volgen. Dus ik vond hem eigenlijk geknipt als uh, eerste gast voor de podcast. En bij de special guest episodes ga ik um, vier vragen stellen aan de guest. En afhankelijk van de antwoorden ga ik nog een beetje doorvragen en zien we wel hoe dat het verder loopt. So, uh, welcome Sefton, welcome to the show. Hello again. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Sefton, uh, first of all, um, I don't think a lot of the personal trainers who follow me um, know you already. So, maybe you can introduce yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, well, my name is obviously Sefton. Um, I am co-owner of uh, an education called Milo Performance and Education uh, here in the Netherlands. Uh, we help run that and train up personal trainers. Uh, I'm also currently personal training as well. Um, and uh, alongside uh, personal training, um, the education part is really taking off at the moment. It's doing really well. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, well, I have to say we have an amazing course. Yeah, perfect. It's really, really good. Uh, before I got into personal training i was the strength and conditioning coach at the dutch national ballet uh and before that i was actually a classical dancer for professionally for nearly 20 years um with one of the companies which was the dutch national ballet um so that's kind of my background to be very okay. honest <laughs> do you have a, a specific public that you focus on uh, with training now or just general public uh with Personal training, um, I train, well, I train a variety of clients, yeah, uh, not so many dancers anymore, to be very honest, I kind of moved away from there, um, so yeah, I focus on your average Joe blogs, yeah. okay. which I really enjoy, actually. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's a lot of uh, variation, so really nice. Yeah. Okay, Sefton, uh, I talked about with you already uh, the four questions, so I'm going to yes. just uh, ask my number one question, and that is, uh, what is your number one training tip for the starting uh, personal trainer? Um, be consistent. Okay. Be consistent with your own training, and um, try your programs. If you write a program, do it, and be consistent with it. Because you'll never know if it works if you program hot too much. People tend to jump around with their programs way too much. Yeah. And you'll never really know if you get results or not. It's okay to not get results, but then you know that the program doesn't work. However, um, if you're consistent with it, and I will go back a little bit on what I say, if you're consistent with your training, regardless of the program, You will, get results. <laughs> yeah, you will however, get results. However, if the program isn't good, you'll know it. You'll still get results, but you won't get as good results yeah. as a better program. But be consistent with it. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's a really good tip. Um, yeah, we see we see it all the time that people tend to uh, vary uh, too much uh, in their training. Uh, they always want to make the uh, fancy uh, fancy exercises and rotate them uh, every every other training with clients. So yeah. I think really it's really important to be consistent. Do you have a, a recommendation for how long you do some some sort of training programs? Do you have like standards of it or not? Not particularly. I mean, it's, if you're training yourself, you'll know when you start to stagnate that it's time to change. Um, but in order to find that place, you need to stay on a program long enough in order to yeah. understand how your own body works. Yeah, yeah. And stagnation, is it... Um, what is stagnation for you? That you cannot lift more weight or that you get too tired or... Uh, I don't know. Normally, you just won't see the weights move so much. Yeah. Uh, so progression, just, progression is a lot of uh, progression is also important in your programs. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Whether it's intensity or whether it's um, depends uh, if it's if it's more, you can't really add volume on volume. So yeah. you need to know if you're getting stronger. That's usually the best measure. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, one side question of the training tip: What's your number one, uh, your favorite exercise? I love dips. Okay, I, I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> I suck I suck at them, so I don't like dips. <laughs> no, I really really like dips. Um there's a million variations. I just love how they feel. Um I'm fortunate because I have the shoulder mobility to yeah. be able to do it. Yeah. Um and uh and I find that it's really when you uh, you can certainly play with dips so that you can re certainly recruit uh, muscles um, in specific patterns depending on the variation that you're giving. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a million toys to play yeah. with as well. You can use the rings, yeah. you, can use, uh, you can use dip bars, you can change how you do them, elbows in versus elbows out yeah. versus hands in, out. Chin on your chest. Yeah. You could finish with, you know, good scapular depression, so that you work the lower portion of the trapezius. It's yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, a lot of variations. The abs work a lot as well to stabilize the body. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, nice one. Good one. I'm going to put them in my program again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no problem. Okay, good. Um, second number one question is, uh, what is your number one uh, nutrition tip? I... Um, I noticed that a lot of a lot of person trainers are really into the training, but nutrition wise, they're not that educated. So there's a lot of progression for education in nutrition. So um, what is your number one training tip, or what is your main focus when it comes to nutrition with clients? Uh, I mean, for all your four questions, I could just be a complete ass and say be consistent with it all. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, um, what I will say with with nutrition is take small steps. Small steps. Don't try to do too much too soon. People try to change everything straight away. Yeah, that's where they fail. Um, and if you change too much too soon, um, you don't know what works, and then you may reach a point of stagnation very early on. Whereas if you make a small change, it could make a huge difference. Yeah, uh, and and that uh, and and that um, and that in itself is is uh, is a great way to keep. Uh, motivation okay. because you know that you can make many more changes along the way when you when you um, coach the clients with nutrition you're um, 
you're a fan of the the calorie typing or do you do more like uh hand portions um or even simpler than that i'm i'm going to give the really pathetic answer it depends okay However, uh i will back it up with um it 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 depends it depends on the client and their mindset so they could be one of those people that would want to count their calories yeah um they could be one of those people that don't uh, don't want don't care and that's really fine and you can use uh portion control for instance with hand sizes and stuff you may want somebody that doesn't want anything to do with it so you may say okay we're just going to cut out all of your carbohydrates with the exception of fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. so no breads and no pastas no rices for a time being because it's the easiest thing for them to take away yeah and normally in all of these things they're eating less yeah yeah so that so and, and that what they <clears throat> and again um the majority of your clients are will want to uh lose weight yeah but it can work with with other ways as well so it's just making those small changes whether it's um uh taking out a food group yeah and then of course reintroducing it later on yeah um or it could just be for somebody it could just be taking away a dessert to start with yeah of course yeah of course. so changes yeah okay perfect is there in your own nutrition a specific line you follow for the moment um at the moment uh to be very honest no <laughs> i know i've known you since uh, you're, uh every time i see you you, you are uh, i think you're already uh 20 years ripped or something i don't yeah. know you're <laughs> i haven't seen i ever seen you above uh 9% body fat or something i guess is it no. the, it's still the same yeah well yeah no yes it is yeah. i still have some abs <laughs> uh, um, I will be very honest my training recently has been very inconsistent. Okay. And that's because uh, of the the education course. Yeah, same here. of time. Um but I still have them so I'm yeah. still happy. Okay, uh, nice, nice. Really good. I, I'll uh, I'll blame my um my grandparents for those genes, I think. <laughs> no, I don't I I think it's also the the number one training tip the consistency. I think that is really important also with nutrition that you just if your uh, eating pattern that is really consistent and that is good for you and just you just hang on to it and that's why you uh, you keep well, your shape for me that's the thing but you know eventually when you're with your clients is that you want to teach them to eat intuitively but that takes quite a long time to get into their system so you have to go through it can be many many phases to mm-hmm. get them to that point where they understand the feeling of of feeling they're about to get full or they understand the difference between um appetite and hunger these things they're very important but we tend a lot along the way we have lost these uh internal cues yeah uh, there's so too much yeah the fridge is almost already uh, the, the fridge is always full exactly yeah. and you know we're surrounded by these highly palatable foods so and we have a lot more stress around us as well than we did previously Yeah, yeah. Those things tend to add up. Yeah. Okay. Last nutrition uh, question. Um, for me, it's always um, I I, w- I wouldn't call it a problem, but uh, to follow up the client to keep them consistent. Do you have like a, a tip for trainers 
uh, that you do to to get your clients really focused on the nutrition part and be consistent or, or are you more like um, if they really want it they will do it if they don't want it they will find a way not to do it um, I think for, if you can set manageable goals um, they'll tend to follow it mm-hmm. um, hmm, now how do I phrase this one uh, it's, it's because a lot, a lot of it is trying to get inside the head of the client and, and yeah. to find out what makes them tick. Um, so what you can do, I mean, I used to make small meal plans and, um, and send it to the client um, and get them to send me photos of their food and yeah. the rest of it. But um, I think... Sometimes you have to let them find their own way um, because if you change one thing and they notice that, they're more likely to stick to it. That's yeah. why I say make take small steps Yeah. because then if they see a difference, they're more likely to stick to that plan. Okay, perfect. Really good. Um, third number one question, um, your number one business tip uh, because, yeah, as I told before, uh, a lot of personal trainers listen to the podcast. So a lot of them are, are starting a personal training business. Do you have, um, from your own experience, a business tip or something that you um, made like a, a mistake in the, in the past that you know, okay, if I can do it again, I will not make this mistake anymore? Um, can I swear? What? Can I swear? On yeah, this? of course, no problem. <laughs> Work fucking hard. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's, and personal training is exactly that. It's not easy. No. You have to work hard. For every hour that you're in that gym, there's at least another two hours outside of that client's time. The personal training session doesn't start and stop at the door. Yeah. It's continuous, pretty much. Yeah. So you as a personal trainer, have to provide a service above and beyond what you think it is. So you're going to have to work hard. But yeah, a lot of a lot of make that mistake. I guess that it's uh, it, it it looks it's it looks easy from the outside, yeah. but if you know how much work you have to put in from the inside, it's uh, it's a lot of work. Um, yeah. I had a question about that. Um, yeah, for um, yeah, for the business, if they're starting, um, is there? Do you have a guideline of some people work um, sixty hours of personal training a week? I don't think that is uh, a good thing because I don't think you can have the the quality. You can you cannot put the quality in it. So no. do you have for yourself um, at this moment, or, or yeah, do you have some guidelines for hours or personal training clients that you say? No. Oh, sorry, your 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 yeah. sound cut out. Okay, uh, no, the question was um, if you have like a, a general guideline for personal trainers, um, mm-hmm. how many hours a week that is good? Because some some people they uh, give personal training for sixty hours a week, and I, yeah. I think it's too much because you cannot do the quality then. Right, precisely, exactly. You you, you need to be able to give a good quality session. Um, and I mean, personally, um, I tend to work 
I would say between 25 to 30 hours per week. Yeah. That's me personally. Uh, and I will find that, for instance, if I've, if I've done a long day and if it's my last client I, and, and I've done eight hours, let's say, that I then just, I cannot give good quality. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, and I've been like that and I've had to apologize to the client and just say, I'm really sorry. Because uh, actually somebody taught me when I first started um, personal training, this was a guy called Nick Mitchell. He owns Ultimate Performance. Yeah. Um, and I was I was fortunate enough to shadow him for a while in his gyms. And where, where have you been there? Have you been in UP in Marbella or in the UK? Oh, 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 he's been very kind to me, actually. I've been to his gym in uh, in the city. I've been to the one in Mayfair. I've been to the one in Marbella. Nice. And Nick's, Nick's a really great guy, and he really, really helped me a lot, I have to say. Uh, and we're still in touch now, so that's really fun. Yeah, nice. Um, and he said to me, if you are not tired after that session, you are not doing your job. Yeah. Now, it's not to say that you have to give it all to one person. What he's trying to say is you have to be in that session with that person, focused. And if you're doing 60 hours of PT, there is no way in hell that you're going to be no. doing a PT session. Exactly. And plus all of the work outside, if you're really looking after your clients with their nutrition, with their training, and also possibly with other bits and pieces as well, because in the end, personal training sometimes does get personal, because the client may come to you, uh, they may not be sleeping well, they may be highly stressed, maybe they have a new baby, maybe they've ended their relationship, you don't know. Yeah. So, of course, you have to factor in all these things. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to give a figure, but my... Average, like I said, is are those hours? Yeah, of course. For me, my own experience, I, I I've I've give training um, for a really long time um, till ten in the evening, and at a, yeah. a certain point, I was thinking, what am I doing? For the, yeah. the hour, the last hour, or it's I didn't get any result with any clients ever from this yeah. last hour, and it's just because you're you're drained, your energy yeah. is gone, so exactly. it's. You you try your best, but in the end you feel it's not okay. So um, that you have to really be honest and uh, just focus more on the the hours that you do with the clients and get results, and then you can charge yeah. more, and then everything is uh, solved. Yeah, well, you know, I'm quite fortunate. I I I've stopped working evenings because it just doesn't bring a good session to that person, yeah. um, and a lot of my clients um, tend to be. Uh, well, they tend to have their own business, or some of them are actors, so their hours are much more flexible. Yeah. So I work from the morning until the afternoon, and then uh, I concentrate on the education part in the from the afternoon to the evening. And then I have my daughter. You know, yeah, of course. Who's, how old is know, she? How old is she now? She's twelve. Twelve. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a long time. I have. A, I have. A, I have a son of uh, five years old now. Wow! So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's nice. It's a good, uh, nice age. Fantastic! Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Okay, perfect. Um, the last number one tip is about productivity. Uh, for me, a really big one uh, because right. I, I I also get a lot of things on my mind. I I'm doing a lot of stuff, so being productive is really really important for me. So I'm really curious about uh, your uh, number one productivity tip. 
uh, it's be efficient with your time. So schedule it, everything. And if you have something that you need to be done, write it down. I have a whiteboard here right next to me. Uh, I can show you. You're, you're on the video. Yeah. And I just write it down. Oh, that's Sophie's yeah. drawing. And then when I'm done with it, I tick it off. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I just find that really helps because you check it off and it's done. Uh, otherwise, you know, you, you could say, oh, I have to do this. And then you forget. Oh, I have to do that. And then you forget about it. So be efficient with your time. Write things down and schedule them. Do you have like, uh, for me, it's, I have like, a, I wouldn't call it a daily ritual, but in the morning I wake up and I do some uh, creative work. So I do a lot of um, working on um, uh, design of some posts or making video because in the morning I feel the more productive about like creativity. In the evening yeah. I try to read. Uh, do you also have like uh, those standard things in your day or? Um, I tend to do, I mean, I tend to, to work with those things best, uh, in the morning. However, during the week I have my clients, so I usually work, I start at seven. Um, and like I said, I work through to the afternoon, mm -hmm. uh, and then I'll have my to-do list and I'll do a few things. Yeah. Uh, but what I do like to do is, uh, actually I work on the weekends. Yeah. Uh, I'm relatively free and I like to do that then. So I'll wake up and I have my breakfast and then I'll get to work. Yeah. And that's uh, really nice for me as well because it becomes, uh, it doesn't become a chore. It's uh, some, it's a joy to do. It's fun to do. If it's always, you know, if, and, and that's the thing. If you're not um, efficient and you don't schedule your things, they become work. Yeah. And they shouldn't. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, really good tip. Really good. Um, I'm a, I'm a book addict. So I buy a lot of books. I, I'm sure that a lot of personal trainers who are into the business are really uh, into the books as well. So yeah. do you have a recommendation uh, book that all the guys need to buy? Uh, I'm going to be really honest. to be, uh, <laughs> And uh, I find that you learn a lot, not just about training, but life in general and how to relate to your clients through reading um, fictional books. Okay, that's a new one. Uh, I think it's really interesting, um, and uh, I, uh, there's a there's a beautiful book I read recently. I can't remember the name of the uh, the author, but it's called How to Stop Time. How to Stop Time. Yeah, and there are some fantastic uh, things to think about in there. All right. Uh, um, my favorite, favorite, favorite book is Ernest Hemingway's The Old Man and the Sea. I heard, uh, so I heard that one before. Yeah, so it's a very old classic book. But I urge everybody to read it because there are a lot of lessons in there. Um, and for each phase in your life that you go through, you can come back to this book and read it again and it will have different meaning. Okay, nice, nice, really good. I didn't expect that, so that's, that's a good thing. Really yeah, nice. but I find that you will um, you really really um, expand your horizons, and it makes you think outside of the training area as well, and how to relate to your clients more with those things. Because you, you know, don't don't forget that you're you're dealing with quite a high end. Uh, we're in, we are in a high end business. Yeah, yeah. And uh, with those things, you you uh, personal training. You need to. You, 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 of course, it can be about the training. But you also uh, need to understand these people's lives a little bit as well. And by reading these things, you start to understand yourself more. 
how you work as a person, but you start to understand other people as well and how they work. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's a really really nice thing. Okay, really nice, really good. Uh, some good tips and some good books. Really good. Um, okay, I think I have I have uh, asked the questions. Uh, we're twenty four minutes, so we're perfect on time. Um, really interesting call. Yeah. Uh, really honored to have you as uh, the first special guest on my podcast. Okay. Uh, and we're definitely gonna meet. So um, I'm gonna see you definitely in an, uh, in Amsterdam. So I'm gonna come and visit you, do a good training session. You can teach me how to do dips. <laughs> we're gonna do a lot of dips. Ten sets yeah. of ten of dips. <laughs> so, no legs, all chest. No legs, all only chest. <laughs> It's a good idea. And biceps. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Sefton, right. thank you again. I uh, wish you all the best with all the things you're doing. Um, yes. And hope to see you soon. All right. Cool. Ken, thanks a lot. And can I before? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Just say something. No problem. I'm going to plug. I'm going to plug our 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 course. Yeah, of course. Uh, they can have a look. It's uh, Milo Education. So they can go to Project Milo. .nl. Okay, perfect. And we're on uh, Facebook and Instagram and everything as well. Perfect. Really good. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Zo, tot zover de eerste special guest aflevering met uh, Sefton Clark, personal trainer uit uh, Amsterdam. Ik hoop dat jullie ervan genoten hebben. Uh, ik vond het in ieder geval super interessant en ik ben... Uh, ja, ik ga zeker direct terug op zoek naar iemand anders, een nieuwe special guest... Um, die hopelijk ook weer heel veel goede tips kan geven. Jullie kunnen gaan naar mijn website www.kenvanrede.be slash sbb. Um, moest jullie het goed vinden, mogen jullie altijd een 5 beoordeling achterlaten. En ik ga sowieso de boeken die Seften heeft aangeraden, ga ik ook nog de links van Amazon op de website zetten. Dus die kan je op mijn eigen website terugvinden. En hopelijk tot de volgende keer. Bye bye.